Hey, this is Christian Potenza, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Laugh Attack, XM Radio. <laughs> isn't as sad as ours. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Welcome to Anything Goes. We are coming to you from the XM Studios like we do every single week here. This is a no hold bar, a no holds barred talk yes. show. Oh, fuck, come on, guys. Yes. <laughs> he can never do it. He'll never do it. You, He'll never. You, 12 seconds. The two of you are just waiting for me to fuck up. Fucking right, we are. Fucking right, And I don't want to let you down. Fucking right, we're waiting. And I don't want to let you down, so that's why it keeps happening. Whatever. Because I'm trying to introduce this no holds barred talk show where we talk about news and the events, pop culture, and the State of Canadian stand-up comedy. Don't don't, that either. (laughs) (laughs) I am resident host, pain in the ass, Dave Martin, and along by my side is Kathleen McGee and Darren fucking Darren fucking Frost. McGee, hey McGee, how you doing, McGee? Well, Mickey, I get that sometimes. How's your little pot of gold at the end of your little rainbow, Mickey? (laughs) Mickey, you don't even have your stereotypes right. What are you talking about, McGee? Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Did he, but Mickey Mouse had a pot of gold? Irish guy, Mickey. What the fuck you calling me on a, on a, what are you crazy? Listen, I think we all had too many eggs this morning. Huh? Mickey is your Irish I'm just going to Mickey and making it up. All right, okay. Look at Darren, your chair so high, your feet don't hit the ground. They don't, they don't. (laughs) Don't Talk about, come on, I'm the fucking. Right now he looks like a little baby in this studio. I'm like, I'm a Hervé Villachez in this fucking show. His feet are dangling on the. Look, da bang, You happier now? I made a fucking little short reference. Talk about apple picking with your family this weekend. Apple picking. Uh, Little Gary Coleman took his kids out. Yes. My son raised me to the tree so I could pick an apple off of it for fuck's sake. I'm so small. But tell me what you, Kate, you told me you went uh, apple picking. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, what kind of apples? And then you said. Yeah, you were acting like, oh, uh, oh, big deal, fucking apples. And then I said, oh, there's this kind of apple that everyone loves. And then you're like, oh, yeah, what kind of apple is that? And then I said, Honeycrisp. And you went, oh, I, I squirted. Oh, I squirted. Oh, Honeycrisp. Oh, it comes down from the heavens and whacks me in the snatch right where I like it. It Honeycrisp. is. That is a That is a fruit that I can get behind. Yeah. It's, it tastes so good, it's like a woman's came all over it before you ate it. Exactly. What it, and Dave said, so, so you mean uh, it's what Sarah Rue would taste like? That's what he said to make it awkward this morning. <laughs> and then now you just made it awkward on the radio. So. Two for Mission two. accomplished, Mickey. Yeah. Anyways. I, what, whatever. I was very disappointed this week because uh, I was under the assumption that an H&M was opening on my block. And unfortunately, it's just a mechs. Yeah, and H&M is a clothing store, and a Mex, and yeah, we were, we were talking about this earlier, and Dave didn't even know what Mex was, which is, a, you know, it's a, a higher-end clothing store for Sorry, men. Sorry, I've been living under and a women. rock. Sorry, I don't know. Oh, that's right, it does have women's yeah. clothing, right. But Dave, you know, I'm is not touch, the kind of guy who shops at a Mex. No. I think he, he just went to the Gap for the first time. He went and bought some pants at the Gap, and it was funny shopping with Dave because he uh, <laughs> he wanted short pants. Like, he wanted Capris. his pants to be short. Dave and Capri's. Yeah. So. Well, and also I know. I also I wanted to just change my pants right out in the open. Yes, you I did. I've done that. Yeah. Well, I do that all the time. I had no issue with that. So Who does that? You guys seriously do that? Fucking right. I would do that. Sure, I've done that. What in is with dudes? Before. They're always like, "Oh, just try it on on here." It's Lucenza. They're like, "Just try it on on oh, here." Okay, whatever. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't ask a girl to do that because no. they're usually because they, I want to whack off in the little room while they're changing. But you know what? There is like um in Cosmo once they had this. This is the one thing in Cosmo that I read. The experts. Go ahead. They, they, well, they are the experts of sluttiness, but like this is one thing they said: if you ever want to fuck in a in a changing room, just sneak in, but bring a big bag so the guy can stand in the bag so you can't see his feet, and then nobody knows you're in there with a dude fucking in a department store. Jesus Christ! I have a sad life. Let me tell you something. And you thought you got fan mail before. (laughs) 
<laughs> Holy fuck, after saying that, he's like, I'm going to come up from Texas and we're going to fuck in a small room. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bring a bag with me so I can put my feet and your feet in it. <laughs> but Dave was all offended. Look, Dave- there's no one in that room and there's noises coming out of it. I told Dave I wanted to take him to Old Navy, and he goes, well, that's where poor people shop. Oh, yeah, and, I'm and, like, mannequins, and mannequins. And mannequins. And mannequins. But I like Old Navy. Old Navy is the same as the Gap. The only difference is you pay less for it because you don't want to wear it as long. If you only want to wear something for six months, you buy it at Old Navy. You don't buy it at the Gap. So it's, it's exactly. for terminally ill people. Yeah, yeah, that's what Navy. it is. Yeah. <laughs> You've got cancer. Here's your gift card to fucking Old Navy, you fucking Guys! Cunt. Jesus Christ. What are you two? I know this is anything I, this goes, This is a nice conversation about clothing and mechs and fucking and he's going, oh, terminally ill people. That's funny. I didn't say it's fine. I'm just saying they don't have a lot of time around, so they're not yeah, going to spend the sure. extra big bucks on something that they might and not they be able to wear in a year. Because they don't care about the environment. They're going to die soon, so fuck it. And they don't tip. They don't. Terminally ill people don't fucking tip. Fuck you. Hey, we haven't <laughs> talked about, well, we talked about apple picking, but did you do any shows this weekend? Uh, no. I had the weekend off. It's so pathetic. My literally, literally, my career is going in the shitter. As this show ramps up, my career is going in the shitter. And your wife is pregnant again? No. <laughs> no. But some other girl is by me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it who I think it is? Yeah. <gasps> it's all lies. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I did um, a spot, and I know you're, you're against these spots, and I understand why. Yeah. And uh, I think you understand why I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, but I did a, I did a spot in the middle. Can creepier we keep talking in circles? <laughs> I, did, I did something, which you think is a very wrong thing to do. But sometimes I do wrong things, right, Darren? Yes. And then the wrong things come back to bite me in the ass, right? But you know why they bite me in the ass, right, Darren? Yes, I do. Okay, shut up. It'll bite me. Just Whatever. fucking tell it, Mickey. I did. Shh, tell it. I did, uh, tell the story, Yuck Mickey. Yucks is doing a new thing called Double Feature Thursdays where yeah. they're bringing in... Um, Comics who want more stage time, long to do longer sets, and you're splitting for, for it with less someone money. else for less money. Yes, yeah. we're and comics who are excited about jokes, like new jokes, and just oh, gotta get yeah. them out. Yeah. I love my. I, I know we have. We're, we had a discussion about my new joke because Kathleen is very excited with her I new joke. So. I got this new joke. I got this new one, right? And uh, and uh, she doesn't know yet if the joke is uh, you know a good joke or not. So she tells me to watch the joke. And why don't you tell the people at home the joke? Well, I've changed a little bit. So oh. my joke is now that I had a. So I, now it's funny. Yeah. I had a dream the other night um, that I went to a Raffi concert. Children's performer. Children's Raffy. performer yes. Raffi. And um, uh, he saw me in the audience and he pointed at me mm-hmm. and he picked me to go backstage and I was all excited. And I went backstage, and that cat came back all over my face. Oh. Get it? Because Raffi <laughs> jerked sings off into song. my face. Because Raffi is a children performer. Who sings the cat came <laughs> back. And, and children's performers don't ejaculate. That's the joke. They only ejaculate the on their fans' faces. That's, That's right. the thing. If they're with their loved wife or who a significant other, they pull out, they get the nearest child to come over, and they ejaculate all over their face. Listen, Pardon what me. I'm saying, Darren, I'm not saying I was a child. I was a, I was of age. Raffi is not. I'm but not saying I will this say a pedophile this, joke. I will say this to include Dave in this joke. Sometimes it's a Make-A-Wish Foundation thing, and a terminally ill child dressed in Old Navy clothing comes over, and Raffi masturbates onto their face. I like it. <laughs> And and I the best want... part about it is that they can just discard their Old Navy shirt if it gets stained. Oh, yeah, I think it's come on it. Who cares? You <laughs> just throw all... it away and you buy it from Old Navy again. I like it. It's all right off. Rappy. I like it. If you if you <laughs> like that joke, please send me a fan, a fun fan email. I've been getting a couple of them lately, yeah. and I enjoy the attention. Sure you do. Yeah, Tell by them all guys one. that want to bone you. Yeah, uh, I enjoy the attention. Yeah. McGeekster at hotmail dot com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please write in again and call me and Dave. What was we called last time? Boneheads. Boneheads. Yes. Yeah. I hope you like Poison and Tesla and fucking Great White because that's the guy, <laughs> kind of guy you're going to get using the word bonehead. What fucking year is it, huh? At least update it to douchebag or something. Bonehead? Well, and at least he's not calling you. you it's know compared what, to bonehead. You know what? I think it's really out of date, but I want to bring back dickweed. You're such a dickweed. Yeah, well. You've watched Fast Times Ridge on High one too many times. I have. I loved that. I love that scene where she fucks at the baseball diamond. Well, I love that when Jennifer Jason Lee gets banged in that movie. She's gonna be somebody's, somebody's baby. Okay, you know our policy. No singing. no singing. No hey. singing. No singing on this fucking show. Hey, do you want those Van Halen tickets? I think I just came. <laughs> this is Did, good. Iced you know tea. that was ranked the the, the scene where uh, Phoebe Cates. Opens her top is considered the number Phoebe one. Kate. Phoebe, Kate. Phoebe, Phoebe, yeah. 
homophobia cage. I call her <laughs> That's like something Dave would say. I have a phobia. I have a phobia cage phobia. I have a phobia of chicks taking off their bikini tops while Judd Reinhold is jerking off in a bikini. I just pulled a Dave Martin. Holy fuck, I pulled a Dave Martin. Whoopsie, pulled a Dave. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyways, when Miss Kate's. On their top. That was ranked the number one nudity scene in a movie of all time. That was really sexy. Not yes. the Judge Reinhold part of him Dave. jerking it off. Listen to Dave. A... Did you hear that noise? Dave was like, yes. I did not hit the table. No. It... <laughs> I was Kathleen so... the table no way... and I said, yeah. There's no way Dave's cock desk. makes that sound. Well, much more it dense. goes, blink. It was like, I told like, you I'd never win a contest. I'm not going to enter this one of those songs. I never win what a contest. Dick? You want to enter a, a, a contest where your dick would make that sound on the uh, on the board? <laughs> does it make? Does it matter what level of wood it is? Is pine louder than maple? The density, I, don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I, I told you I'm not even going to show up to the contest. So <laughs> I've been on the internet. I've been ripped off. Oh my um, god. <laughs> Okay, so that where was, else are you going to go with this? Well, we met Raffy uh, thing. You went with the Raffy thing. Well, the Raffy thing, but we did. We went and saw all of us went and saw Anthony Jes Jeselnik. Yep, I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, at, no, it's Anthony uh, Phoebe Phoebe. Anthony Phoebe Jeselnik. Anthony Jeselnik. Um, we saw him at he was at the Yuck Yuck Stamson Club this weekend. Mm -hmm. I'd never seen him. I really had never even heard of him before. And all of these new comics were all like, "Oh, he's amazing!" And he really was very funny. Mm -hmm. He got a standing ovation on Saturday, and you said that's a very difficult thing very, to get at that club. Very rare at that club. I, I only know of one other comic that yeah. got a standing ovation. A now. lot of things added up, but we interviewed him, and we'll play that, and then you'll Eventually, hear the yeah. reason why, part of the reason why he got a, a standing ovation, but he was super funny. Um, but he, he's one of those comics that does a lot of short, quick jokes. Yeah, it's like an old uh, kind of throwback to, to the kind of Stephen Wright style. And, and uh, I, I consider him very much like a Stephen Wright, but an edgier version of that. Yeah. Uh, very uh, very funny. And the one thing is, uh, the one of the comic devices I hate the most is misdirection. I'm not a big fan of misdirection. Misdirection, for those who don't know, is when they say, so I was whacking off and I got kicked off the bus. Ding, ding, give me a transfer. Oh, you didn't know I was in the bus. And that's why it's funny. Uh, that's a real lame joke for me. But if you do it correctly, it can be a great, a great joke. joke. Yeah. And he has a lot of those great misdirection jokes, which are very hard to write. And I, I give him a lot of props for that. I think it's really hard to be a comic that writes short, quick jokes because that, that's something that's really hard to keep the attention of an audience for a 45-minute headliner set. Well, that and... It's a long forty-five minutes. I yeah, mean, he's he's throwing out. He like, even said he put eighty jokes 80 on his jokes, new CD yeah. that's 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 just come out and it's on iTunes now. But he he put he said he put eighty jokes and I'm like that's a lot of jokes for one CD. I, my my last DVD that's coming out in two weeks. I think I have I only have fourteen topics and in that there's probably only about thirty jokes per se. I mean they're longer, but have eighty jokes. It takes a long time to write that kind of material. And and we have other friends that are that style too, Dave. Like, you know, like a Tracy McDonald in Canada or a Phil Hanley. It's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, yeah, those those uh, quick setup punching yeah. joke sort of things. Yeah, they're not. Uh, yeah, do you think eighty sounds like so like? To, and, and they're not all separate tracks on a CD. Either, no. But... Yeah, Dave clarified that. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't embarrassing. So track seventy four. <laughs> tell me about that, Anthony. Was is that the moment when you realized you were a comic or? <laughs> Uh, but what was very interesting is, yeah, when you're at a comedy club in a late show, I think is where you got the standing ovation, which is yeah. even harder because they're drunk. Their attention span is considerably less. So I give him props for that. Yeah, he was. A, it was a good show. It was. It's cool to get somebody that you hear a lot of hype about and actually have them live up to the hype. Right. You know, well, do, cool do you want to say his standing ovation was because he dealt with a heckler that night? But we're going yes. to have an interview and he's going to tell the story. Well, we don't know when that interview is anyways, but. Yeah, he, he definitely had to kick out someone, and the crowd was on his side. It definitely helped him, he even said, to kind of push it to the next level. And from that moment on, the rest of the show was kind of very rock and roll for him. And, yeah, I mean, Toronto is not an easy market. Toronto and Vancouver, a lot of arms crossed, make me laugh, and he pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were, I think they were great shows all weekend, too. Yeah, because you guys saw Friday and Sunday. Well, you did, Dave. You saw Friday and Sunday. Kathleen had something to do. She my aunt and uncle things. are in town. My cousins moved to Toronto. Yay, okay. she so, loves her family. So I went out, and they bought me a lot of booze, because that's what my family does. We drink we drink to forget. Yeah, they drink to forget, and then they heckle at shows, you told me, that your mom and dad like my, to heckle at shows. <laughs> Both of my you parents. You told us for weeks how great your parents are and how much supportive they are, and a couple of fucking lollipops at a comedy club, and all of a sudden they're like, ah, fuck but this. It's, no, they think they're being supported by doing that, and I've had to sit them down. And be like, Mom, Dad, right. you're not allowed to talk at the comedy show. But my yeah. mom will shout stuff out. And then yeah. my dad once, uh, it, this is what happened, was I went up 
And uh, I was at a club in Edmonton, and the host comes back on, and we're like, what about Kathleen McGee? And they did the whole, she's available for children's parties. And my dad goes, and that's my daughter! And I was humiliated. Oh, I'm so, so glad bad. that my parents have never shown up to watch me. Oh, stop oh, let's it, Let's not Dave. start there. Let's okay. not go there, Dave. You just get upset every time we go there. You do, because and your you parents are lovely people. Well, and you mope around okay. and oh, you get nice. upset. And I love fucking... Bob and Laura. I've known them for a little longer than you have. But, yeah. Uh, and and uh, and who we and our guests on the show this week are? The, uh, yeah, Dan, very Dan interesting. Lawrence. I did not know very much about our guest, but uh, Dave is a huge fan. Huge. 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 Uh, and, and, and whenever he talks about it, he gets very He gets a glint in his eye. Back straightened, and he kind of leans back a bit to harness the blood loss that goes from every other part of his body Into to his, his penis. penis. We have the Pillow Fight League in. Right, Dave? The all-girl pillow fight league of Toronto. I'm excited because I, you for about a year have been trying to get me into it. I don't know yes, if you just want to see me pillow fight. Yes. That probably is part of it. That's part of it. It's probably a weird, creepy sexual fantasy that you have. Get hurt by another girl. Maybe. I think he would like... I I'll I'll Dave, last that. week, Dave wanted me to wear a wig and just kind of smack you around. I, I, I think if we podcast the uh, last week's episode, there'll be no wig reference. <laughs> No wig. If, I think if we went back and rewound, I, I think, think that was the title of Dave's th- DVD. No I, wig reference. I, I think. Th- I think your first pillow fight league uh, match. I might throw a couple of coke cans into the uh, in your into your opponent's pillow uh, and and see how that turns out. That's just really mean, Dave. Well, you know, sometimes it's fun to be funny, but sometimes uh, it just hurts. Yeah. Hmm. You, you think Dave knows the difference there? Or? No. no. Well, no. you guys don't. Let's cause... call his mom and dad and ask. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we will be back from, uh, we are going to throw to a break, and we will yes. be back with uh, Dan Lorensky and uh, Juanita Valdez from the Pedal Fight League. Juanita Valdez. Juanita. You wouldn't pick them up on the side of the road, but thanks for listening now. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. G'day, mateys. This is Bushwhacker Luke, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Laugh Attack on XM Radio. Whoa! For the same reason you slow down at bloody car accidents, you'll keep listening. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. All right, we are uh, back from the break, and uh, right beside me right now, uh, I have uh, Dan the Math Roransky and Juanita. No, no, wait a second, Dave. No, wait a second. Wait a second. If we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. It's La Vransky. Okay, just the way it's written. Okay, Lorensky. No, no, not Lorensky. Love with a V. Okay, Love Vransky. So I say it exactly the way I spell it. Yeah, man. Okay, all right. We got and Juanita Valdez. He just doesn't even. He's like, all right, you called me out. Um, we'll just go on. Uh, nothing like, happened. Nothing happened. Well, uh, we'll just pretend. Wait, we'll no, Way to move it along, Dave. That was a good segment. Yeah. <laughs> Should we, do, we, do you want to start from the beginning? No, here? no, okay, we're keeping we're, that all in. Right, that okay. stays in, Dave. all in. And Juanita Valdez, both from the Pedal Fight League, a, uh, a phenomenon that started in 2004. And uh, I've been to uh, live shows for the PFL before, and uh, I have taken Kathleen along with yeah, me. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, Very Darren cool. has not seen it before, but for all the listeners out there that have not seen or heard of the Pedal Fight League before, just give us a quick rundown of what the shows are and, uh, and what the excitement that people will see when they, if they go and see a show live. Well, the shows are absolutely amazing when you go live because it's, it's the only kind of entertainment out there that's a real combination of so many different elements. You have a heavy athletic element because the girls actually train on a regular base, base they work with uh, pro wrestlers. They work with MMA guys to get their, their game down. Wait, wait, wait. You guys get to, like, have MMA guys and pro wrestlers touching you and working out with you? <laughs> See, yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely coming out to try out the League. Okay, sorry to interrupt. No, Continue. no, no. That's, that, that, that's cool. So there's the athletic part. There's the big part, the, the spectacle, kind of the rock and roll thing, right? It's big and loud. It's in your face. Um, and all the girls, you know, have uh, uh, cool characters, personas, names, costumes. So it's 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 just like everything wrapped up into one. Now, Juanita, I think from a fighter perspective, you should tell them what it's like to be at a live show. Well, I'm Juanita Valdez, the Colombian rebel pillow fighter. And first, we have the mats. Then you get the pillows. Then you get the women. 
and we all just feathers fly and we totally pull out our MMA tricks, we pull out our wrestling tricks, mm-hmm. we pull it all out. And in the end, we're all exhausted, but there is a winner. And when do you fight Al Pacino from Scarface? That's what I want to know. Is there a certain point? He's going down. Well, sorry, but number one rule. <laughs> we're just rule, waiting for him to come. Number one rule in the PFL, actually, is that no no men allowed. Yeah. Listen, it's no, no men allowed. Right. It's strictly uh, women. Well, let me, let me I, just go on the record because Kathleen was all excited about the pro wrestler thing. I dress up like George Animal Steel all the time in Toucher, <laughs> and it fucking does nothing for her. So yeah, wow, I don't know what know, she's talking just, about. But you guys, Wait, are, you, you guys are sports entertainment, so there is like that element of like, yep. You know, pro wrestling involved as well, and then, but there are, but you, all the girls are trained. And... Yeah, there's elements of so many different things, Dave. But in the end, it's its own unique thing. And I, I want to say too that you really can't experience the PFL until you come to a live show because so many people have preconceived notions because of things like you know the Playboy kind of thing with the you know right. the lingerie and it's all good looking blondes and it's like it's not like that, man. These are tough girls, all shapes and sizes and good looking. Yeah, they're all good looking. Yeah, no, no, I didn't say that. I, I wasn't. I wasn't saying that either. They're not all blonde. They're not all blonde. Just, like what he was I was saying. just saying it's from all uh, shapes and colors of the spectrum, right? And it's 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 totally amazing athletic thing. It's not just like giggling so, with so pillows, right? So every guy will get well. There will be a girl for every guy there. If there's a guy that likes, there's a, blonde, a girl for every guy and a guy for every girl. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah and do you get any guys that are like, hey, I want to join? Sure, of course. When we tell them no, I love it. You know what? Because, because <laughs> throw pillows at them. Because girls, because girls grow up in a world of I want to be on the hockey team. You can't play hockey. I want to be like, maybe now it's a lot more that little girls can go and play hockey now. But when I was growing up, if I, I didn't want to play hockey. But if I did, it would have been pretty hard because you'd be the only girl on a team. And finally, there's something where girls can say no yes. boys allowed. And I love it. Good for you guys. And I wouldn't say that I've been poisoned by watching too many, uh, you know, uh, 80s uh, teen sex comedies or college shows like uh, movies from the 80s where, you know, where guys would like look into uh, in through uh, bedroom windows of sorority houses and see wacky pedal fights. But when you go, there actually is like yeah. a real viciousness to it. Well, I mean, it's structured in rounds, right? Like the, the, you know, you win your match by pinfall or submission. Right. I mean, a referee, there's a referee for each match, right? And uh, the singles matches are, you know, like three two-minute rounds, and then tag team matches are longer. The title match for the world, like we have a world champion right now, uh, Dynamite. She's the world champion. She won it at uh, in Montreal. We did a show in August when she defeated the last champion, Olivia Neutron Bomb. So, like, I mean, we have a champion. We have rules. There's regulations. You know, there's no gouging, no pulling hair, right. none of that stuff. You basically. You're allowed to do any kind of move uh, as long as you incorporate the pillow. So you can, and, and the girls keep blowing my mind on how good they get at adapting moves and adapting things and coming up with new stuff that works with a pillow. And so so you have the basic UFC rules that you can't eye gouge, no yeah. biting like you no were saying. No shots to the crotch and stuff right. like that. No uh, biting. And no, no shot to the crotch even if there was a pillow between your well, fist no, I, and crotch. I, that's true. I suppose if the pillow's there, they might be able to get away with it. But because uh, I've seen elbow drops, I've yep. seen like. But not, now, can you choke hold? Can you still oh, yeah, smother? There's, no, no, as there's, long there's, as you have the pillow in the There's between. there's one uh, that is very you know if you remember the camel clutch from pro wrestling. I do. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, uh, yeah. there's a very similar one that, <laughs> oh, that yeah, we yeah. have called the lights out. Where the girl gets on the back of her opponent and wraps the pillow around the front of her face and just pulls it oh, back. I and that's, like it. That's called the lights out. I so, think Dave just got an erection when you said that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's tons of great innovative moves like that that the girls themselves have come up with. It's like really cool. That's Dave's lights out when he gets an erection. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the rim shot? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, if uh, I completely... actually, Dave is the rim shot, aren't you, Dave? <laughs> so, as a as a girl doing this, what what does it do for you? Like, what, what does it, it do for me? Yeah. Um, I marathon run, so I'm constantly trying to find something else that'll. Uh, challenge me and this challenged me a lot because not only am I fighting am I doing something physical I'm also doing something to entertain an audience so it, all of a sudden I'm I completely turn into Juanita Valdez you know buenos dias como estas I'm here to fight you you know That's and, and, and I have a bad Colombian accent which I learned from my parents you know <laughs> when they first came here they tried to teach me English even though all they knew was Spanish right so yeah. uh, that's so- that's the funny thing about it because it's a lot of fun to bring out this personality and also at the same time incorporate and what about fighting. the comparisons to roller derby and pillow fight league because roller derby uh, has become a huge thing yeah. now. i have friends out west that are involved i always wanted to get involved in roller derby but with comedy i didn't have the time but what do you guys 
do like the comparisons we're, that you get. We're very intertwined with the, the Toronto Roller Derby League. That's for sure. We we've both done stuff at each other's events. We've had pillow. We've st- had pillow fights at their events. They've the girls from the Roller Derby have been judges at our live shows um, because if a match doesn't go, if it goes the full full amount of rounds and there's no de- definitive finish, it goes to the judges, right? So we've had Roller Derby girls as judges. We've had uh, actually at the last show, two Roller Derby girls had an amateur fight at the last show. It was great. They, just, they tore the crap out of each other. It was so. Yeah, I, I I see a total link between the two, and they're both they're both trying to do the same sort of thing. Too, and I like right? that. It's I a like good that sisterhood. That you're yeah, working definitely. with them and oh, yeah, not definitely. against it. That's yeah, awesome. Definitely. Now you talk about how vicious it can get, and uh, Juanita, I wanted to ask you: um, Have you ever gotten hurt? I mean, obviously, when you, I've seen these clips on the internet, you're flipping, you're getting thrown around. You must have had times where you're getting hurt. I've or... had a black eye. I've right. uh, I've had a black eye. I've uh, also, you know, my pride. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. sometimes I'm fighting somebody a lot. Shorter than they, I'm short. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have people of all sizes, and right. I'm fighting people that are like you know haven't trained, but they'll just like take me down because of their size, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, ah, and I'll get so angry, <laughs> and I won't know, I won't know how to do it, what to deal with it. Right. So, yeah. Okay. And I've I've seen when I've gone to see it live. There's a very uh, like a, a unique mix of people that go to watch these oh, uh, yeah. fights. Well, the one the thing that I, I love I, about I, it is I, couples. Yeah, you get lots of couples because it's <laughs> athletic based and it's still incredible. It's still incredibly sexy, but we're not rubbing it in your face, right? Like the way that the Playboy. If or you whatever, could do that right? every once in a while, maybe yeah. 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 if there could be one match, there could be one match. Oh, I want that you could rub in my face, but no. But you were saying yeah, like like couples because there is something for because there is a definite like I've seen groups of women that all go yeah. like there'll yep. be like a girls night out yep. where they go to watch it and uh okay dave tries to pick up people there that's why he goes but no, anyway I'm, I'm much too scared i know that probably anyone could take me you had a date the last time you were there weren't you uh well i mean kathleen and i were, oh, yeah, but we were not a date, <laughs> we were not a date. <laughs> he oh, just sorry. wants to be my manager for the pillow fight league because he... i say i introduce her to dan as the as like the next world champion Oh. I, I have faith in Kathleen that she yeah. will conquer the, the become the queen of the mountain. <laughs> She'd be like Andre the Giant of the pillow hey, fight. Yeah. That's the second comparison I've gone to Andre the Giant. Yeah. Listen, I did not eat. You don't have to throw I anyone around. I did not eat a dozen raw eggs for breakfast this yeah. morning. Uh, <laughs> or drink 125 beers and pass out in a hotel lobby. Yeah. Okay, no, Andre I did. She drank a box of wine listen, though this morning. <laughs> I did get. We a... found her on her lawn this morning. Whatever, you guys, don't judge me. All right, I'm living my life. I'm a single girl in Toronto. Let me live my life. And I want to beat up other girls with pillows. Yes, but there, I do. but but there is that sort of like I think like a lot of women go and watch it it'd be like very empowering yep. too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's totally positive, right? It's 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 a great thing. Like it's uh it's really something that anybody can come and check out and we do get diverse kind of crowds for sure. But you know what, once we get fans, they're fanatical. Like people are bringing signs now all the time for their favorite fighters and That's stuff amazing. like that. Yeah, yeah it's the really wild. The signs get ripped. That's a, by other oh, yeah, IWS, that's my, that's my sign. That's uh, right. Someone had a sign I had for a sign for, like, there was a sign, beautiful sign for me, and uh, Eva, Eva dead, zombie pillow fighter. She came you, up and she... You can say she, bitch or, or whatever if, she, if that's how you feel about her. That's not my thing. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, stop trying to talk to me. She bit the sign. She ate the sign. Yeah. And I got so angry. I like that. Yeah. I, I love how there's like, there you know, there is that that element of theatrics and fun, but it is a real fight. Like you are, I've... Oh, yeah. I watched uh, the fight the first time I went and I'm like, oh, it's just pillow fighting. It's just pillow fighting. But then I watched the fight I'm like, it's been a minute. And those girls are a little winded. You have to, you have <laughs> yeah. to have some sort of cardio ability to be a pillow fighter. Now, how, how did this even start? I mean, it must have started with just a small idea it's, in a it's, small yeah, bar. Pretty, I think someone woke up in the morning in a cold sweat, <laughs> going, yeah. "I got an idea." It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny, actually. Stacy Case, who is the founder of the Pillow Fight League and the commissioner of the league, uh, he had a, a, his garage rock band. They were very good, called the Tijuana Bibles, and they toured constantly all over Europe and stuff. And I believe it, uh, the genesis of it came up in um, one of their con. Conversations in on the in the van on the road, but also it also came about because when the band played some live shows here in Toronto on a New Year's Eve, a couple of girls just got up out of the audience and started fighting and stuff like this. And the girl, the the whole crowd, the, the people were going wild. Everyone at the show was going wild. And I think the idea just sat in Stacy's head for a while. And then he he just kind of called me up and said, you know, mouth, I got this idea, and what do you think about this? And I said, as long as it's not like the Playboy fluff, and we try to make something that's a lot of fun and we can get more people to come. I said, I'm all for it. And that's what he wanted to do. So then we just, just kind of took it from there. And everything's been kind of like, 
you know, trial and error. You just kind of, because nothing's like, there's nothing like it, so you just kind of forge ahead and see what happens. Well, see, because, I I mean, like, I'm an old school wrestling fan, and I mean, I'd still, but I mean, the product always lost me when, uh, when, uh, you know, when when the wrestling would, like, sort of even go a little bit too over the top, because, I mean, I used to love to watch some of the women's matches, but when it got to be too goofball, and there were, like, too many sort of, like... Too much TNA and... Yeah, and not, because, I mean, like, I I liked genuinely watching, like, the, 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 like, the fighting and the athleticism uh, and sort of the... That sexy element with the, uh, the with the girls fighting, and when it got to be too over the top, I was just sort of like, ah, you kind of lost me. I mean, that's what I always admire about the Pell Fight League that there is this sort of like, and when you do see the when you know between rounds and you see one girl, it, it, it's sort of like even though it is there's a like that like fun element to it where you just see that one look in one girl's eye, just like now I'm gonna fucking kick your ass. Yeah, no, it, yeah. And, and just the stuff that again. The girls that's when Dave gets with. an erection. Yeah. <laughs> but I but I always thought too. I mean, do you think there's room for um like do you when Anita, do you ever do you watch uh, like a UFC? Are you a UFC I fan? I am a UFC fan. Now, Just what... started like probably uh, two years ago. Oh, right. so, well, no. I don't follow like particular fighters, but yeah. But now, uh, like Dan, what do you think about the idea of them having like a women's league in Ultimate Fighting? Oh well, there was a promoter in the states that tried to do it. Uh, uh, Elite XG. Jeff- yeah, no, uh, Jeffrey Osborne, I think the guy's name was. I th- Shoot promotions or something. I think his group was called, but yeah, he tried to he tried to put it together. It's it, it seems at this stage there's not enough fighters. I don't really? think That's it's not. It's... I don't think it's that. I think no? it's because there's not enough uh, fighters that have personality that are out there um, that people can pick out and say, yeah, I'm going to follow that fighter. There's right. only like three big fighters now. I did right. go fighters to people want to go see. I went to an MMA fight in Las Vegas, and I I remember they had two female fights, and those were the most exciting fights of the night. Like they're the, fast. The guys. Yeah. But those girls are fast. They're scary. They're not clawing and bitching. They're smacking each other, kicking each other in the face. And I'm like, and these, a lot, those girls were a lot better than some of the guy fighters. And I find that happens in comedy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but what's but, um, Megumi, geez, she just Christ. wraps herself around like a boa constrictor on people, right? And people want to see stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think if, if, there, if there were enough fighters, it would be happening. To me, it's... But it's, there is enough fighters. Well, then there why isn't it happening? Fighters. But then why isn't it happening then? Because to me, because it would be a natural... Because I believe promoter. nobody... Because nobody has the faith that wants, people want to see this. Oh, well, I don't know. It's like the WNBA yeah. or Women's yeah, Hockey League. There's well, always going to be those people who are like, well, no, girls yeah, can't play basketball. Exactly. Well, quite frankly, what I would like to see, because I know that Fighting they... sexier than either of those, though. Oh, it is sexier, but I, I think that it would turn into a sexy thing. I think like... there's a lot of disagreement. I think you should all just fight each other now. <laughs> Let's just go back to pillow! If you got some pillows, yeah. The, uh, pillows. But, but like, I know, uh, I don't know, was it Spike TV that had the uh, Ultimate Fighter show? Spike TV has the Ultimate Fighter show. Yes. That's where yeah. all the fighters live in one house. Yeah. And, and then they have a, a fight at the end of each show, yeah. and then that fighter gets booted off. But I think that format would lend itself to women fighters. It, America's like, next top pillow league fighter. Yeah, there you but go. Not even, but right. even if they were MMA fighters, I think it would be awesome because then all the women's cycles would sync up and then every 28 <laughs> days Dave. you would have the oh, most man. amazing fighting all right. of all time. Way to take this Just into menstruational rain. hell. You no, thought, no, you no, thought no, there was, was blood before. Yeah, Check out yeah, next yeah. week's episode. But that would be pure rage. That, that would, would be actually a great way to promote the they show. They would laugh. They would cry at the end of each <laughs> the match. The PMS oh, show. Oh, my God. Wow. But anyway. Did she get hit in the crotch? Did she get an abortion? For. What is that? Come now, on, Dave. Go you, the whole way. You guys are going on tour yes. soon. Yes. And uh, you got uh, gigs, uh, not gigs, but you guys have uh, fights that are yeah, going on out it's, uh, it's east. It's crazy. We're it's mostly in the east coast. We're going to start here on or start in Hamilton on September the thirtieth, and we go all the way to Quebec City by October 9th. It's a whirlwind tour, but yeah, dates Hamilton, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Halifax, Moncton, Fredericton, Quebec City, and then and just, back. Just say your where they can get information. Now we'll do it at the end as well. Yeah, but absolutely, there, we have our website. It's gopfl.com. It's okay. very simple to. Find it's got all the tour dates there with all the clubs, venues. Uh, there's video that we've done. We've put together a nice little promotional tour video for this mm-hmm. East Coast tour, which is called Agile, Mobile, and Hostile. That is what the tour is called. And I, I just want to explain to you what's going to happen because it's very unique. Um, we have two fighters in the league um, that um, 
are very, 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 very intense. They were like former friends, and they're both going to be vying to find out who's the number one contender to fight our world champion, Dynamite. So the commissioner has come up with this unique format that the main event each night on the tour will be Charlie Davidson, who's a former PFL champion. She's held the belt already, against Apocalyptic, who's just this mean, vicious, nasty girl. Bad attitude on this girl. Bad attitude. <laughs> and these two, they, um, they tag-teamed together at one point, didn't really get together too well. They've attacked each other at each other's matches. They really don't get along. But they both want to be at the top, so the commissioner said, this is what I'm going to do. Because he never makes it easy when we determine a new number one contender. The commissioner has this sadistic side, and he really makes it tough. Like one uh, for Olivia Neutron Bomb to become number one contender, he made her fight three times in one night. And she had to win all three matches. She's the gauntlet, a gauntlet match. Right. right. So, But this one, this is this one, it's going to be, there's eight shows, and uh, Charlie Davidson and Apocalypse are going to fight each other in the main event each night, and whoever gets the most wins out of the tour will become the number one contender. So it's going to be really heated because they already don't like each other, but now that they're going to be vying for the spot to be to fight against champion Dynamite, it's going to be like they're going to like seriously, they're going to like tear each other but apart. But if they don't like each other, but is this going to be a situation where after the fight we're going to go to a Hooters and see them eating wings together like no, Nikolai Volkov? No, and- no, they don't, they don't even so. train like, together. Yeah, no, that's right, exactly. They actually lead alternating days of practice because they can't be together okay. at the place. To, they can't be together at the practice right. space together. Yeah. Yeah, you know, remember that with Hacksaw Jim well, Duggan? Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's right, in the sh- and the and got, she got caught. Yeah, but they got busted. Remember, yeah, they got yeah, busted yeah. for dope. Thought, yeah. 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 We hate each other. Is there a high? Is there a high? That shows you right there. Weed, it's the great equalizer. If you can bring Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheik together, I mean, come on. Anything is possible. Is there opportunities for girls in these towns to Involved? Every time we do a live show, we always do a portion of the evening where we do amateur fights. And I try to get at least four girls out of the audience so we can have two amateur fights. So they just have to show up. They don't have to contact you. They just have to show up and want to fight. Come to the show. Um, You only have to do one uh, two-minute round. And we even give them the option of they can just stand and swing the pillow or they can actually try to do takedowns like the regular fighters do. I find most of the amateurs want to go all the way. But it's great because it shows them that in like, even by like, we give them a two-minute round. By one minute, they're huffing and puffing and like, "Holy cow, motherfucker, this is tough, right?" Yeah. And it's like, and then, and then it's just, it's just. I like it because we have gotten fighters out of it before, and it just shows the average audience goer, "Hey, you can girls, do it." Yeah. Well, and then, the, but the, these girls are not fooling around. Exactly. Too, right? Like it's like you, you got to be tough. Now, when you go from one town to the other, do you post your results on the uh, website from the last town? That uh, yeah, I, be- I believe uh, we've got a couple things set up. We have a t- our own Twitter set up on the webpage as well, so you'll be able to follow our comments all through the tour mm-hmm. on Twitter, and I believe that's going to work with video as well, so you're going to see video from the tour and through that, and yeah, you know, one day that might be me recapping the show from the night before, or giving the update, okay, it's, you know, Charlie's won three fights, Apocalypse Six won two, you know, whatever, some type of thing. Because I remember I remember used to back like when I would go and watch matches in, at Maple Leaf Gardens. You, you in the program, it would be like, "Oh, these are the next two contenders for Hulk Hogan's title." Yes. And yes. so you, you could, and then if, but I mean, not so much back then. But you, you there was always like a bit of a pyramid of to yes. see who was climbing to the top yeah, of the ladder. Exactly. And then so you'd watch the matches that that night, and you'd be like, "Oh, well, this person lost this one. They're gonna, they're out of the run for the title yeah. now." And so yeah. that, I mean, I think well, and that's, that's and that's what the, the undercard on each show you'll see. You'll get to see all the other girls trying their best to impress on the tour as well right because after that's established you know you always you always need contenders right right you always need contenders so all the other girls on the undercard are going to be working extra hard to make sure they look good as well right it's now, going to be a lot of fun i'm i love the east coast and i'm i'm totally looking forward to and we've done montreal before and those shows always go great hamilton we've done twice they always do awesome like i can't wait to get to like Mon- moncton fredericton it's gonna we're, be we're actually uh, doing the same venue as you in moncton at like four days later the Oxygen Club? Yeah, yeah. yeah really? Really? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That, it's, I, I'm so Moncton excited. Moncton is a great town. Have you been to Moncton before? I have, but as a tourist, not as a performer. Yeah, as a, in terms right? of a rock and roll town, Moncton's pretty sweet. Nice. Yeah, I look forward to it because we, we definitely have the rock and roll attitude. Do you think that, uh, like, do you want to start up Pillow Fight Leagues in other cities in Canada? Is that something that, that the PFL wants to do? We have to always talked about building up franchises and stuff like that. It's something that we definitely would like to do down the road. We've actually had to put the kibosh. We own the trademarks on PFL and Pillow Fight League and our, our, our phrase, a fight like a girl. We own all of those. We actually had to put the kibosh on a group in Australia that was trying to set up their own thing using our, our, our rules, our logo, and stuff like that. And we just said, you know, sorry, boy. 
boys. We're, we'll send the lawyers after you. And where, that. where, uh, where do the uh, the girls get their names from? Because I mean, they, they have fantastic names. It's I mean, you know what Juanita uh, Valdez. Okay, and... I'll, well, in that ter- in that thing, I'll give you the professional wrestling adage, and then I'll let Juanita talk about hers. Okay, but the, you you know that in the pro wrestling, all the best characters are just people magnified, their own personas, uh, own regular personality right, magnified, right. and that's basically what we try to find with each of the girls, right? And Juanita's an awesome example. Juanita's a great example of that. You know, it's uh, you just dig down and get that thing, and just get it out there and get it in people's faces. And, it, and then, and you want to talk about uh, your the your name, your or... persona, your name. Yeah, um, I'm a mother of two. I also uh, run marathons, like I said. And because I am from Colombia, my parents are from Colombia. I uh, have a lot of rebel inside me. So I've tried to harness that when I'm fighting because my first fight was a gauntlet fight. And at the gauntlet fight, I'd had Charlie Davidson. I had the worst of the worst of. The personalities <laughs> in the league, the like the best of the that, toughest. the toughest against me. So when they came at me, I'm like, Wah! I pulled out my Bruce Lee on him, right? Which was nothing because I lost. But either way, um, I went back and thought, like, Commissioner, so what? What would be your name? And I'm like thinking to myself, Juan Valdez, Juanita Valdez. It was just an automatic. Have you have you ever said to an opponent, first you get the pillow, then you get the title shot, then you get the title? Actually, that's how the pillow finally works. Actually, that's the first time. Today has been the first time I pulled out Al Pacino <laughs> on anybody. Okay. And is, I, there, is there a certain thread count of the pillow that's very important to any of the fighters? or Do they bring their own pillows or are there no, regulations? No, we've discovered a brand that works pretty good for us. We um, They have um, uh, kind of like a, um, a cotton kind of foam inside. You can't use actual feathers. Because that would be, hurt. Yeah, it would be yeah. way, way too hard, right? But um, we have these nice ones. Every once in a while, you'll get to see one explode at a show. They, glo- <laughs> they will only take so many thumpings, right? And uh, that's good. I saw people actually collecting the fluff the last time one exploded. The fans wanted some pillow fluff. <laughs> hey, I just have a question. I, I remember uh. hearing about this years ago, and I think Bunch Music did a story on it, and that's when I heard, first heard about it. Did you guys ever do fights on top of pommel horses? Uh, not on top of. No, I saw I don't think something so. somewhere a long time ago where someone was on a pommel horse and they were doing pillow, pillow fighting. On them. No, I don't. Okay, then that's don't, not you guys. It was something else. Not that I remember. Can I tell? We had two names that Kathleen was going to use before uh, when if, when eventually when Kathleen becomes world champion. Uh, <laughs> can I tell, this is Dave's can, fantasy. Can I, can I say go what ahead, your two names ahead. were? One of them was uh, Jane Manslaughter. Yeah, that's nice. that's just not bad. Yeah, and then the other one was. Do you remember? I, I remember. remember Dave's hard on. No, very funny. Dave. <laughs> Fits like a glove. That's uh, that's what my roster's called. No, my what roster's was the called other that. One? Stable. Was the stable. Other, my stable. Yeah. The uh, and the other one was uh, Amber Alert. Oh, Amber Alert. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I yeah, know. Well, the other thing with the PFL, so that because uh, there's so many fighters and the rest of us all working together, we do have a, uh, our own private board online. And a lot of times, pe- when people and, and I, a name comes into their head, people will post it on the board. And we have huge lists of na- of just names on right. our board, and people can go through those when they join and stuff like that. But a lot of people they have they have come it. in with their yeah. Name. They, yeah. they kind of know what they want to do, you know. Have you had anyone like a celebrity want to get involved and like just do a celebrity match against someone? Uh, I would I would be all for it. We've had we've had a couple. There was and I can't remember her name. There was a, a like a much music DJ yeah. and she came and she was supposed to have an amateur fight with one of the fighters. I think at half at the half point of the show and she bolted before the the cage got What? Well, she, probably, she, just but she probably didn't realize how tough it actually is. Like yeah, you think oh pillow fight it's yeah. nothing and right. then you watch two or three events and you're like I can't have my face all fucked up. I got to go and press 12-year-old girls and moose out Well, that's the <laughs> same as saying do you think you would ever have a celebrity stand-up competition because it's not something that just anybody can do right you know yep the uh and then so what uh and how much uh and then eventually you would like to you wanted to go out west before as well you were saying yeah well, well i mean we'll go anywhere i mean we did shows we did shows in uh new york early on we did shows in uh, new york city that were incredibly successful we've done shows in other parts of the states miami um it's it's more just about just getting around and who uh, who wants to see us and who will come see us live we just figured the east coast would be a lot of fun and it would be exciting and 
you know. We're kind of taking that the rock and roll band thing, you know, where you kind of like you get you just go out and you get yourself out there, right? And then I remember then you had a big uh, a big push on CNN was that the, oh, that's all it, when we initially started it, there was insane the amount of attention there was on it. Uh, yeah, everybody. I mean, all the big news. I mean, my mother calls me at, at home and she's watching Fox News in the <laughs> states, and they did a piece on it. like everybody. It was in, it was crazy. There was um a lot of foreign media too. I mean, when Charlie Davidson was world champion, she ended up going to Korea. There was she went all the way to Korea and she was on this crazy Korean show where she got to beat up a Korean boy pop star and stuff. And it was it was it was crazy. Yeah, so it was crazy. I definitely am going to come out because I've Dave's been bugging me for a year to do it. And I really want to come out. How can girls get involved in Toronto? If they're in Toronto, how can you get involved? Well, I like I, I was saying to you before we started. Really, the best thing is to come to a show. You should come to a show first to check it out to to, to so you see what's going on, and then it's very easy. You can do it through our website, gopfl.com. You can send us a note, yeah, drop we us have a line. Practices we on do, Monday and Wednesday. Yeah, and, and we do tryouts constantly. Like tryouts are always going down. We're always trying out new girls and stuff like Dave's going to show so. up in a wig and high heels. Well, I was just going to say... <laughs> Can you guys stop it? Come on. I seriously... <laughs> but it's funny because I have never seen Dave more focused on something <laughs> than when he is watching a pillow fight league or game. Or eating eggs. Yeah. Or eating <laughs> eggs. Either or. i got to stop coming to breakfast with you guys. <laughs> just show up here. Uh, what the uh, so you uh, people can uh, find out the uh, the dates that you have? Yeah, the whole uh, list, the whole list, and where the clubs and the venues and all that stuff. It's on the website gopfl.com, and uh, it's gonna be cra- it's gonna be crazy, man. It's a lot of shows in a short period of time, so it's gonna be crazy. It'll and then be a you lot have of fun, and then uh, and you have uh, bios on all the fighters. Yep, and then there's uh, there's video up there you can watch. There's uh, all kinds of different stuff. Yeah, profiles of all the fighters. There's merch you can get. We have T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. But we, you can get your own pillowcase, Dave, if that's part of. I've, I, I, I don't know. No, Are you kidding yourself? Dave he has only, three. Only if Dave all the girls three. have wiped their sweat on it. Yeah. <laughs> Dave has three. Guys, well, we really, even... we really appreciate you guys coming in. This was really fun and yeah, cool. A lot of fun. Yeah, and, thanks uh, very much for having us. Having us. Yeah. Good and luck, Juanita. I hope one day you're the world champion. Aww. And, and then just... Kathleen can take you down. And then I'll take you down. <laughs> take you down. All right, right. Hey, man, yeah. you know what? Do not underestimate Juanita, man. She's not, I know. She's been in the league. <laughs> has, right. it been a, has it been a whole year, Juanita? Yeah, almost. People, okay. people, and yeah. she's—I'm serious. You watch your fights, man. And she's tough. She's really, you, really. Now tough. you guys have live. Sh- sorry, but I know, I know we got to wrap it up soon. But you guys have live shows, and then you have TV events. And because well, you- we ta- well, basically we tape everything. Right. We tape. Every- we we've been doing that since the very beginning. We have every we have every live event on tape in some form, right? Now, are, uh, so we have a DVD on the site through. as well. Oh, you do. Yeah. I was going to yeah. ask you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's actually it's really good. It's 2009 year in review. It's the it's basically uh, recaps the best matches from all the big shows, interviews with all the fighters, like lots of good bonus stuff. It's two discs. It's really good. It's called Throwdown. Yeah, you can get on the website as well. And uh, so there's the uh, the DVDs that you can watch and um, and yeah I just uh, and and as soon as I I didn't even need to see it but as soon as I heard the words Pillow Fight League I was completely sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Until he showed up and it was guys and then he was like, well, I'll only watch oh, five. Wait minutes. a minute. But I'm glad that there is no Andy Kaufman who tries to get into the, no, uh, the women's. No, 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 no. Although there is one guy that comes to all the shows that likes to wear an Andy Kaufman t-shirt. We call him Kaufman. He does. Yeah, okay. He has this t-shirt with it's just Andy Kaufman's face. And he wears it, and it's, he has different colored ones. Oh, well, I know where you can get those. those oh, are, you I'll can get them there. on Queen Street I, at so the $10 it. store. I've seen them. They're cool. So mm-hmm. that, he wears a different colored one every show. I should show up with one and be like, you know what? Fuck you. You <laughs> <laughs> can all wear it. <laughs> I'm Kaufman. Yeah. I'm Kaufman. <laughs> and he's three foot two, and don't count him out. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, uh, check out the uh, the website. Uh, pedal, uh, go pedal fight. Uh, go go, PFL. go PFL. Com. Yeah. And how do you say my last name, Dave? Loransky? Love Ransky. Love Ransky, right? There you go. There we go. We start right. and end with Dave fucking up. There's no better way than that. Uh, begin and end that way, yeah. All right, thank you guys so much for yeah, coming no down problem. today. Thank, thank you guys so much for Guess which host bought a Shania Twain album just so they could do blow off her tits. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. This is Andy Kindler, and you're listening to Anything Goes on XM Radio, in case you had no idea what you were doing. That's what you're doing. Continue to do it. Guess which host has to start their car with a breathalyzer? 
This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Okay, we are back, and uh, wow, that was a that was a very interesting interview with an interesting guest this week. The I'm pillow totally fight pumped about the pillow fight league. I think I would go and check that out. One of the things we didn't address if there was a drug policy in the pillow fight league. I any doping scandals? If any doping scandals? Yeah. And, uh, if there's a if there's a urine testing before and they can come to the stage to like the song "Tracks of My Tears" because they got fucking track marks on their arms. Maybe you know Dave, I mean? that's how you can get involved in the pillow fight league. You can be the urine tester. <laughs> I think I think, I think <laughs> just piss in my mouth and if I, if I don't switch it around, it, it tastes like steroids. That's <laughs> uh, got a little I, bit of meth in it. God, why am I laughing at that? That's a whole. I, that is not even. Sorry, I, I've been to the I've been to the sex museum in Amsterdam, and then yeah. they, had a, they had a there was a at the end of the uh, sex museum tour in Amsterdam. There's a room that you can go into and, and get peed in the mouth. Morning, yeah. Do I get to finish? Yeah, this? you do. You but do. And there was a, a then there was like a fetish room uh, that you could go into, and there's a warning sign that there's some gr- very graphic pictures. And then they had a whole bunch of like you know brown showers and golden shower photos. And the, the first thing that went through my mind was who's going to clean that up? Right. So that is just not that is nothing that I, that does nothing for me at all. You just don't want to clean. Neither does eating ass either. When I hear guys talk about getting their ass eaten, by if I wanted that to happen, I'd get a, a jar of peanut butter and a dog. So. <laughs> Fuck? And this is a man that wants to volunteer at the SBCA. Exactly. Yeah, ex- and I now you know animals. why. And anytime, you know I, why. I, anytime I make fun of an animal or a hurt animal, Darren, you no know. No one's getting hurt in that like scenario. Cats, like, you know, no, except for the How dog you know? that's Alice licking dog. your dirty yeah. ass. Yeah. yeah. You think a dog. Wait a second. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. Okay, hold on. He's not Stop talking hurt. over. Dogs are wait. stupid. They have no idea dogs what's going are. on. Do you yep. think a dog wakes up every morning and it's like, I really want to lick a man's ass? He doesn't know what a man is. It tastes like he doesn't know what a Dogs just look. Look at people as bigger and your uh, fucking creatures. Dog becomes addicted to your ass corn. I don't fucking need that. <laughs> You're disgusting. That. You took it there. Get out of here, Jesus. Dave. What you started with the whole pillow oh, fight? Oh, you league. started what? With the uh, drinking pee and stuff like that. Yeah, that was aimed at you, <laughs> yeah, not that a fucking was, animal. That was humans, not animals. Oh, so when we not get animals involved, dogs. well, no, because you're hypocritical. You're always like animals, 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 and now you're talking about putting peanut butter to crack your ass and having the dog eat it. <laughs> Who's getting hurt? <laughs> Only Who's me and my dignity is getting hurt. That's craft. What about craft? They don't be associated with that. Yeah. What I didn't I did not mention no product placement was no, ever worked into that. It could have been Skippy, could have been Jif. Would could it be chunky been... or smooth? What would you use? <laughs> it smooth. starts smooth, Hello. it ends up chunky. It's in Dave's fucking ass. Are you oh, kidding me? Dirty. Come smooth, on. all Jesus smooth Christ. all the time. I just, I just want anybody like that, that it is. if you know if you live in the neighborhood of Dave Martin, please lock your dogs up. He really wants yeah, exactly. your dogs to lick Let his ass. Let me tell ass. you something. Before Dave was in radio, he was a dog walker, and that didn't last very that long. That didn't last long. He didn't get a lot of good references. The dogs. Every, every time the owner would come back, the dog would be smacking its lips for three hours. It's yeah. like, what the fuck have you been feeding my dog? A peanut butter. Yeah. And ass. Off of what? Yeah. None of your business. My <laughs> anus. And then the fucking dog kisses its owner and it smells like ass. Like the dog's breath already bad enough. Now it smells like Dave Martin's ass. How do you think dogs clean their own ass? Yeah, do they, they get peanut own butter ass. and they get another That's dog? Their own ass. Yeah, but listen, Dave, if oh. you could lick your own ass and suck your own dick, you would. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking be here at 11 o'clock in the morning. And it would be in that show. order, by yeah. the way. In that order. First you would you would Chunky, totally be then a drink. You would Chunky, be a total a drink. ATM guy. You would stick it in an ass and then lick that shit no, right off you. of there. Where do you ass think I, to mouth. Where do you think Jesus. I go between segments? Jesus. <laughs> no, that's to not the at ATM. All. Whatever, Dave. Whatever. Dave goes to make a withdrawal. Yeah. Checking, Whatever. please. You know what? I wanted, I wanted to bring up the pillow fight league again because I thought we had if a fun interview If AIDS had a cunt, with them. you would fuck it. Come on, Dave. If what had a cunt? Come on. AIDS. If the disease AIDS had a cunt, you would still fuck it. No, I don't think I would. You would, Dave. You I would. would get a jar of peanut butter and I would let my dog fucking eat you it. You would let the AIDS eat your ass. That's what you, you would do. I would let the dog you eat the You know what you would ass. do? You would tell it it's prettier than it thinks it is and then you would fuck it. <laughs> wow, we're really pushing the envelope this week. <laughs> you would say to that diseased cunt, you're so, bu- you're so much more beautiful than you think you are. <laughs> are you insecure about yourself? Yes. Let's go out. <laughs> I like, like you, Ed. That's like Kathleen telling me that I should go and pick up at Weight Watchers meetings. Well, well, you haven't thought about it? I, you probably have Not until Kathleen put it in my hand. Whatever, Dave. <laughs> Dave, you're the guy who told me. I don't have to buy them Wait, drinks you're there. You're the guy who fucking told me. When you <laughs> I watch, don't have to buy They yeah, can't, they can't they use the extra ju- points. Just candy. I'll bring them a bottle of water, yeah. but you they already, don't want to waste the extra you, points. You already got the van and candy for the kids, so fuck it. You just cut the van out and get the fat kids <laughs> uh, hooked on the candy. You're the guy who tells me that you like to watch a, a non-HD on HD because it widens the screen, so all the people look fatter, so they're more attractive for you. Only some people. Yeah. Wow, oh she really God. filled out. I like her now. Well, it was, yeah, I won't mention what comic I, th- I was watching on yeah. Comic Now. Why then, don't you? 
Because I, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I want you to. He actually stretched stretched the screen. No, I didn't. Who, who the, was this? He's like, wow, the, the she's screen looking pretty was good. Already stretched. Who was it? I'm not going to say. Come on. I'm not going to say. No comics listen to this show. <laughs> Like, you got I'm a fucking gonna, problem, no, man. Yeah, I'm not going you do have a problem. You got a problem. How is it a problem? Bro, come on. I'm You're stretching what I like. people's out. I'm not sure that the, the, the TV stretched them to uh, on its oh, own. Yeah, okay. I don't reformat the TV. Right, a, sure. I don't reformat the no, TV. It's no. an HD TV, yeah. and it, it widens the whatever screen. Whatever happens, anyway. happens, Dave. It, Between consenting adult and TV screen, whatever happens, happens. Pervert. So there's no drug testing policy in the fell like me. And uh, that's how we got to uh, eating ass and all that stuff. So. Darren had a story that you wanted no, to tell me about? Actually, I got to tell I got to say one thing at the beginning of the show, yeah. I we asked Darren about where he worked this weekend yes. and he completely blanked on the fact that you worked in okay. Hamilton. Yeah, you all were lucky. Weekend. Yeah, stop bitching yeah. over there. I, I don't work ever. Okay, I, I never work. And I was going to jump and in. And you were working. I was going to jump in and say, "Darren, you were in Hamilton." I but was I couldn't in be cuz Darren uh, as much as Darren says he's this open guy and he has he doesn't run away from anything and there's moments where before we go to air yeah. Darren's like don't, don't talk about this don't, don't talk, talk about this, this. <laughs> don't talk about this don't bring this up <laughs> I, don't? I, th- I thought I was gonna say name one I thought well, name one you're gonna call me on a fucking name one uh, right now Dave this is what I love about Dave he just pulls shit from the fucking air and then when I say okay back that shit up he can't fucking back it up back it up Dave <laughs> one time I said back don't talk about up. something oh, back, 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 back that it up. up come on Dave fuck face come on uh, next week I'll back it up oh next week when I have a week to fucking plan it all my attack you Listen. be the guy who play. You play fucking wrist for three fucking weeks. Can you? I know I was, you. Can you say? What I'm not going to touch the board today. Can you say what they said? On, say, shut up. Ask Kathleen to back you, it up. No. Can you say what they said on the marquee? I thought that was hilarious. I was with a comic named Jean Paul, J E A N Paul, but on the marquee outside it said Sean Paul, S E A N, International <laughs> Recording Artist Jean Paul. Shake that thing now. <laughs> shake that. He's thing. doing comedy now you in Hamilton. Sunshine, I'll make it fine. I think that was maybe that would get people. I'm in- singing. Like remember, I told you not to sing. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe that would get people in the seats if we, yeah. if it was just like hey uh this week reggae superstar Jean Paul next week Black Sabbath yeah the week after that Heart yeah man I wish I'd I'd Dave's re- favorite band yeah by I, the way. I wish I hadn't reminded you about Hamilton <laughs> everyone's yeah, saying, don't, don't talk, talk about, about Hamilton this. don't talk about this I don't fucking do that hey I met Tom Cruise this weekend oh. Tell the story. Well, tell the story. Tom, just... Tom Cruise came into my Starbucks. I work at a Starbucks. Yes, uh, I do. At Young and Eglinton. Young and Eglinton. Come, come find me yeah. and tell Don't me you want to fuck me. Don't make it easier to stalk her. <laughs> anyway, look, here's the thing. Here's a, if I want to tell someone to find Dave Martin, I just tell him, go to Young and Eglinton near the Starbucks. He's probably near there watching Kathleen work. <laughs> but I was working and I looked up and I was like, this guy looks really familiar. And then I look over and there's the Katie Holmes holding Surrey. And I was like, whoa. And then he's like, uh, he ordered. He got about $30 worth of goods and services. And uh, he, he added me a $100 bill. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. We don't, I didn't say Tom Cruise, but I said, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sir. We don't uh, really, we can't cash $100 here. And he looked at me and he said, hey, then keep it. And he smiled a Tom Cruise st- smile for me. It was very exciting. And, and what, what In I wanted. One month, you've met Greg Kinnear at your Starbucks, yeah. Tom Cruise. This, uh, the guys from the Bare Naked Lady come. Well, one of the guys comes in all the time. They don't. You mean they don't? All five of them don't come in at together. Once? They come in, they I sing they Enid, and they leave. <laughs> they come in, they sing Enid, and they leave. That's no, it. but it was very exciting. And what I wanted to say after he gave it, so he tipped us like sixty five bucks at Starbucks. Oh, yeah. What I us seriously he tipped you, motherfucker. You didn't no, share that shit. You no, ha- we have to. Them. It's a policy. Oh, we got to pool our that. tips. Whatever. I was just more excited that he was a super nice guy, and I wanted to be like, show me the money, but I'm not that much of a loser. <laughs> Maybe if you called him by his Scientology name, he would yeah. have... Which is Kling Kong Kong. <laughs> is that what his name is? In Scientology. Like Somewhat Asian-y Scientology. And then what some, happened is they, they asked me if I wanted to be Surrey's nanny in Beverly Hills, and I said, yeah. yes, but I don't want to get into your Scientology shit, so no... I turned it down. What's wrong with Scientology? It's Darren just... and I visited the Scientology yeah. building out at the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about Scientology. To be honest, there's to nothing. Bash there's it. nothing wrong with it. It's just religion in general to me bugs me. So any religion, right. or any organized, religion. where you have to follow somebody else's rules, and whatever. you have to give them your life savings, I want to follow my own rules, and tell them all your secrets so you can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? And, and give them all your money. Too. But uh, I just want to say I am. I really like Tom Cruise, even even though he's had a lot of stuff. Said about him What's wrong with the fact with that an alien leader runs your cult? What's wrong with that? 
What's wrong with that? And it was written. It was written by a science fiction. Well, uh, you know what? Writer. I'm going to start a failure. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Start my own. It's going to have a giraffe. And, and, and as you the know God. that you know that any any messiah through all time and religions has a street in Hollywood named after him. You know that, like yes. you know, Ron Hubbard mm-hmm. Way, and, Jesus Christ Lane. Yes, and uh, you know Buddha Boulevard, my favorite Buddha Boulevard. You can get whatever you want to eat there. It's just food after food after food. <laughs> the Great Ganesh Way. And like, <laughs> and that's that's a good one. I like that one. And, and like all that sounds like Gazoo. If I yeah. said Gazoo, I would have offended a lot of people. Yeah. You know that that uh, that East Indian yeah. god Gazoo. Sure. And like most gods, they're really, really bad with money. Too. Yes, of yeah, course they are. They're very bad at, yeah. at, at They at need the your books. financial yeah. support. And that's what bugs me about religion in general. Don't ever fucking ask me for my money. Well, I hate it when... I, I think it's wrong. I think that they're like, oh, give the, give money to the church. Help Here's the problem, the though. If we, if we, listen, honestly, if we don't give them money, okay, they can't have their places to worship and rape little boys. I don't want to see them rape little boys. Like, I don't want right. to see it out in the park. Right. I want it to happen behind closed doors because I don't want to see it. Yeah. It's true. Well, I think it's, I, I always think it's amazing that it's cliche that it's uh, raping little boys and Catholic priests are raping little boys. It's just like, oh, great, another comedian doing a joke about raping boys. Yeah. And, and that's sad, that's though. Sad. Now that's that's the truth. If, if the Pope didn't just come out fucking four days ago and bring it up again that they dragged their feet for all these years and they're finally going to do something about it. I put it out on DVDs. No, they're going to have it out in the farms now, <laughs> out in the open. They're not going to have the rooms anymore because we're not giving them the money. Oh, good. Why don't they just let priests fuck? Yeah. Maybe they won't be fucking little boys. I that should be a t-shirt. Let priests fuck. Yeah, dot com. Dot com. I seriously, I, I think it's unhealthy to say don't ever have sex. I think it's bad because everybody needs well, you to know have what, an orgasm once in a while. Well, we all know Need what happens. Fu- uh, everybody needs to come on someone's face once in a while. Can you imagine if Dave didn't come? What kind Seriously? of fucking religion we'd have oh on our hands? Oh, my God. He'd be insane. Oh, my God. He'd be humping things. There, there'd be a collection plate and a pillow so you can fucking <laughs> whack each other with it right afterwards. Do you want to tell the story about the uh, what happens when you do have uh, sex and the prostitute? That, uh, and what her, happened? Uh, and her the, the pimp story. Oh, okay. Oh. I, you were, uh, there was I was a trying to segue into the, uh, the horrible story about the yeah. yeah. There is a, a story in Toronto where a prostitute um, is up on charges of killing her baby, and it's come out in the uh, the courtroom that she didn't kill her baby. Her pimp put her hand his hand inside her, pulled the baby out of her uterus, which I is not even possible, and threw it in a toilet. And she had to go work that night stripping. She just gave him a couple tampons and off you're on your way. Ew. So now he the pimp is up on charges as well, and. I, you know, I think there's maybe just the, the prostitute making this up because I, I don't think it's even physically possible. I don't possible. even think that is physically possible. And to be honest, the pimp's not even a pimp anymore. He's now a midwife. So, you know, if something positive yes. comes out of something negative, then what do we judge? And also, I heard that that pimp is not into fisting at all, so no. I don't think he would do that. Yeah. Did, did the pimp keep the uh, the, the fetus and uh, bronze it and put it around his neck as a, <laughs> just for street cred? <laughs> okay, we're done. Put it uh, for street oh, cred. <laughs> no, he actually he made gold teeth out of it and he wears the baby. Oh, not gold Jesus. teeth. That's, that's too far, dude. Let me just say <laughs> He bronze the fetus, put around you know his what? neck for street cred. Some, there's some weeks where I'm like, why can't we do terrestrial radio? We're not that fucking bad. Yeah, we're bad. not that bad. And then an episode like this happens, yeah, and then we're are... going to get in trouble. Let me say, though, episode. that is that is horrifically disgusting if that actually happened. That like, that happen. is horrific. But you we know read, what, we read it in the Free Toronto paper, so it had to have happened. Well, let me tell you something. You know, for years we used coat hangers. Now all we need is some kind of mechanical fist that just shoves it inside and pulls the baby out. That could be, we could market that. No, we need we need people. We could market that. And, and depending on how the fist is, it's a sex tool or an abortion tool. It's just, it's based on the, 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 the angle of the fist. No, what we need to do is uh, have people realize that abortions are not evil and they actually can be a good thing for some people. You really want that to be a mother? Well, let me re- tell you something. If you go to a doctor, you're killing a child. You go to a pimp, you're taking care of it. <laughs> you're taking care of it. I'm just taking care of business. And you know sure. how good you know how good the pimp is. Oh, you got many... menstrual blood all over my silky white suit. I don't know accent what that was, but I like the silky white suit. That was pimp accent. <laughs> that was your pimp. That was your my pimp, pimp hand is strong, is it? When you talk like that. Listen, bitch. There you go. Plug it up. Do another Pacino. First, you get the woman, then you get her pregnant, then you abort the fetus, then you make some money. Oh my god. That's it's only supposed to be three things before I know, you get the I money. Know. 
The uh, I don't know if you realize, but you but, but 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 you know you know how well the uh, how the pimp is that you're going to from the amount of bronze fetuses he has around his neck. Yeah, I have aborted thirty thousand children. These yeah. are my babies on the street, and these are my babies around my neck. <laughs> okay, well, this is, people are going to write letters. We, yeah, we're done today. I think if we're on next week, we're going to have a special guest. I don't know who it is, but if they listen to this episode, we're probably going to have to change that guest. And, uh, <laughs> are you where? Are you anywhere this weekend, Darren? Or are you not working again? Uh, I am actually not working this weekend. Because we were supposed to originally be in Manitoba. Remember this oh, weekend? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Are you working anywhere this weekend? I am. I will be at the Oakville Yuck Yucks on Thursday the 23rd. Right. Doing the co-feature thing. And uh, then on Saturday, I'm doing one of Dr. Ted Morris's uh, cocky shows. He does a oh, yeah. They're They're a gay um, sketch troupe yep. and they have a show. So I'll be doing a set at that at the Buddies and Bad Times Theater um, in, I don't know the exact address. but oh, And for gay theater, that's ground zero. Ground Zero. And it's, I love that theater. Yeah, That's where Bitch nice Salad is. Nice it's going to be fun. So Saturday, if you're in Toronto, it's at 8 p.m. And if you're in Oakville on Thursday, I'll be there. And Dave? Uh, I, uh, I'm i just preparing uh, for my, uh, I'm going over to England for two weeks. Oh, right. And, uh, You'll be preparing. preparing all weekend. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong. There's nothing wrong with that, Dave. I'm there on was. your side. Okay, all right. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm, 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 I'm getting ready to go to go away for a few I'm weeks. I'm jealous. I want to go. There well, we go. And that's and that's how you should show your jealousy by yeah. being more bitter. Yeah. And, and throwing it back. <laughs> that's in what the show's yeah. about. Right. And uh, also, I'm going to uh, begin to start pr- uh, promoting the next uh, East End Comedy Review with right. our headliner, Scott Thompson, RMC, Lori Elliott. There's a whole bunch of other fantastic comics that are going to be on that show. It's going to be at the Dominion on Queen on November 6th. There's going to be a Facebook page eventually made uh, for that event. And, so if you're in uh, it's going to be awesome. It'll be a great show. It's in show. Toronto at the yeah. Dominion on Queen. Okay, and uh, my new DVD, my third one called Dead Inside, is out October 1st. You can get all the information at my website at comedywhore.com. You can always find Dave Martin at... DaveMartinWorld.com. And Kathleen McGee. On Facebook, and it, and I have a Hotmail address. Because <laughs> you want those nice little tips from the boys. <laughs> well, I, well, well, I like it when I call you sexy, Send me Kathy. pictures of your cocks. We're all on Facebook, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'm going to be promoting, uh, not, I'm going to be putting up some more uh, Just make sure from... the kid is under 16. Yes. Yeah, don't, if you're under 16, I don't want to see your penis. If you're under 30. Did you, did you know if you, uh, before, before we wrap this up, do you know, <laughs> he's getting so pissed Well, off. I didn't even finish the fucking go plug ahead, that I was going to for the goddamn go fucking Facebook site. Go I'm right. going to be putting up some more new interviews from previous weeks. All right, done. I'm there. Good eye. We're all, we're all going separately our own way after this. Uh, I'm, I'm, driving, quit, I'm, I'm not driving anyone home. He was fucking angry. Anyways, uh, I'm not going to say my point now. I'm just going to fucking wrap this bullshit up. Uh, if you're interested in making comments, listen to another episode where the phone numbers and emails are listed. Good night. Good night.